Not for nothing. I hope your hearts are hard. Whoa. Are your hearts hard for this episode with Crazy Chris? I can't think of a better way to spend Valentine's Day than with you. Yeah, I'm gonna just give you kisses over the airwaves. <laughs> we, we should, should do, do. Who's the one? The like Travis and Taylor. Yeah. 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 Who's the Who's the lady we talked about? Delphine? No. No, it's her name. The one who does the. The like shout outs, the like kind of semi Christian shout outs, the late. Oh, oh yeah, Delilah. Delilah. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want you to do a Delilah for the end of the show. You've got an hour to figure it out, but I, I want you to close this show with a Delilah. Oh, okay, great. You're gonna have to think of what song it is. Mm. Down on bended knee. Could be anything. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, bud? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm just sort of, I, I think we're in the sort of the dog days of February in the winter here, I think. Yeah, well, it's, whoa, that was crazy. I had some effect on that. Whoa. <laughs> Guys, I accidentally turned up the special effects there. I sounded like Darth Vader. Um, uh, yeah, I, did you get to, did you get all the snow? We got a lot of snow yesterday. And then, yeah, and there then, wasn't a lot of snow here. Oh. My aching back. I had to shovel so much snow oh, yesterday. Yeah. Two hours of shoveling. Ooh. I know. But you know what's weird? You shovel. I shoveled. And like everyone else has got I their... Feet, or like where are you shoveling? Where am I shoveling? Yeah. Like how much are you shoveling? Like what's... How much like... That whole driveway. That took two hours? My front walk, driveway. which mm. was... God, I really have the effects. I have some crazy effects on this microphone right now. Every time I... I don't know what's going on. Uh, uh, do you drop... Do you, do you shovel the sidewalk too for people? Yeah, I got to shovel the sidewalk. And the, after they'd already done all the plowing, so there's like all the extra snow on the sidewalk and it's like a constant battle. And then I got the stairs up the front. You know, we live on a hill. So I got the <laughs> stairs. Yeah. yeah. It's just, and there was nowhere to put any of the snow. Just shovel. Like driveways are impossible to shovel. There's a reason no one shovels driveways. They get lawnmower or uh, snow plows or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Snow plows. Yeah. So anyway. It was really, uh, I was, oh, and it was, I had to get to work, you know? So I was like, I'm trying to do it before leaving. Mm, so yeah, that's like, because you have to rush. I was rushing, you know? And I was just shoveling bad. I could just feel it all in my back. <laughs> but this morning I woke up, I was fine. So you know what? I guess I still got it. Yeah. Still got, uh, my, my, uh, my brother-in-law and my mother-in-law, or I should say my sister-in-law and my mother-in-law, both snow plowed their driveways or snow blowered because they have lame husbands that weren't there for them. But what it, not me. I got the fucking shovel out. I fucking did the thing. Here's a funny one. I did uh I cuz I'd been busy. I was like I I I asked Kristen. I said, "Hey Kristen, could you uh maybe I think we were out of salt. Could you swing by Home Depot? It's something fun for you and Roscoe to do. Get some salt." But I didn't say Home Depot. I said, "Could you get some salt if you have time?" Oh, no. And I got home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I don't suppose you got that salt, did you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. You know what's coming next. <laughs> so, anyway. Was it sea salt? Was it kosher? You know what's funny? Is that it was no, no salt. Because she was like, I looked in the cabinet, and we have plenty of salt. 
Oh yeah. So she did. She took it one step further. She didn't even do the chore. Yeah. Right. She, I mean, to be fair, that is that is kind fair. of a that's a tricky. Uh, you got to be specific on that, I guess. Salt. Like a like what what would I I mean it was a winter storm warning it was in contact yeah in but contact. I mean she's like ah uh, maybe you know he's making he's he's gonna make Valentine's dinner or something he needs salt yeah sure well anyway I'm just saying that one's that one's not a I'm not mad at her on that one I can't be mad at her on that one that's, okay that's I I wasn't too mad I also didn't ultimately end up needing it I don't think so whatever anyway there you go uh, Valentine's Day is here. The snow is clear. It was nice, though. I got to say that that snowstorm, everyone overreacts so much that, like, I got to, I drove from Jersey to to the west side of Chelsea, like, in 30 minutes. Everyone's like, oh, no, what do we do? I'm like, yeah, I drive. Uh, you just drive on these wonderfully plowed streets. Yeah, it's a little weird that they they canceled, like, school, like, the day before. Uh and like it was like all right, well, I think we're overreacting here a little bit. Now maybe out like maybe maybe in the out of the city was was you know there's probably more snow than we got and stuff, but still it seemed like for the city itself in in, in New York City they were like canceling schools. So I was like it's not going to be like three feet of snow here, people. It's not even going to be a foot of snow. I know it's there, and you know like you could say the like back in my day this wouldn't be enough snow to cancel a you know, well, dentist appointment, but. Back in our days, we didn't just go like, oh, we had COVID, so we can just make these teachers and students work online. Right. So it's not like it's a snow day. It's like a snow day, but you have to like be on a computer. And I think that's why they they do it move so quickly to it. They're like, we have this. These are we put it, paid all this money to put this system in place, it's which true. according to RJ didn't work for most of the day, probably. And so it was a. Uh, yeah, it's just stupid. It's like go I, to fucking school. I just school. feel like we've got we've kind of become like it's uh, we're over. Yeah, it's like the sort of overreaction of like you know like Seattle like would do the same thing like growing up. We're just like oh, okay, it's like school tomorrow. Oh, it's like well, there's like barely a foot of snow. We had like two snow days I can remember in my entire life, and it yeah. was always de- a debate. It was like one because we didn't have good forecasts, I guess, in the forties. So it was like it would be snowing like on your way, and they're like. Oh, maybe we gotta send these kids home, you know? And then they just send us home in the middle of the day. None of our parents were gonna just leave work. Yeah. So we just trudge home in blizzards and you know. Yeah. It was great. Good luck. Hope you don't die. Yeah, he stayed outside and had snowball fights. Like it yeah. was like that's the thing about like I don't know if you can still do snowball fights, but one of the best things about snow at yeah. school is throwing it at each other. Oh. I don't know if it's still allowed though. Has snowball fights been canceled? I don't think so. I hope not. I think kids just don't go outside anymore. Yeah. They should. It's real should. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should just start doing snowball fights. <laughs> like how like dodgeball became a thing for dumb adults. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They'd be like, snowball fight, McCarran Park. Someone, but someone then just like takes it the wrong way, or they overreact, or they start crying, and they're like, no, I don't want you to throw snowballs. No, that's you know, what I'm saying. Then it's like everyone, someone's always just got to complain about something. Though. I like when snowball fights just just devolve into whitewashing. Yeah. Where you're like, there's a faster way to do this. I will tackle you and shove your face in the snow. You're, yeah, I don't have to work so hard. Until you can't breathe. Until you have like a little bit of feeling like you're suffocating in snow. Yeah, that's And fun. then I let you up. Right. Man, you haven't yeah. lived till you felt like you've, you're suffocated in snow. Man. 
uh, you just got like an inner bullies inside you or something. I d- I'm talking about me getting it. I never, <laughs> I didn't do that to poor children. <laughs> Listen, what goes around comes around. I got whitewashed. Other people got whitewashed. It's part of it. It's part of the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle. It's a cycle of life. Um, what do I want to talk to you about? Oh, Valentine's Day. So Valentine's Day is here. Yeah, you mentioned it. We're here. It's a val. It's Saint Valentine's Day. Do you have any plans? Are you doing anything? Like, what's your? Uh... We we never we never do it. Both I knew of us you were going to say that. You guys are so predictable. I'm going to. I'll make dinner. What are you going to make? Heart shaped uh, pasta. Yes. Yeah. Our yeah. Hardellinis. Hardellinis. <laughs> <laughs> See, Anne would like that. Yeah. Yeah, make, she would like that because she thinks that would be cute. Make Hardellinis. But we don't want to go out to... We, we're not going out to dinner for fucking Valentine's Day. That's a fucking scam. Did you buy presents? No. No flowers? Uh, I would buy flowers, but we're leaving tomorrow, so I don't want to uh, buy flowers, and then they're not going to... They're going to be, like, not... You know, you know, we won't be here for five days, so there's no point. Box of chocolates? Nah, she's, she's not a chocolate person. Bag of dicks? <laughs> well, one bag of dick, if you know what I mean. It's a big one. <laughs> throw, throw that bag. Throw that bag. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Lots yeah. of excuses built in there, but I see what you're saying. I don't. I just don't. I, like. I, well, I think we've talked about. It. I'm sure we've talked about this before. A like, I just times, I don't... eight years we've been doing this show. I'm sure we've had this conversation eight times. It, who cares? Let's just right. keep having it. But it's We're old. I'm repeating myself sometimes, but the point is, is that it's such a fucking scam. And if like, you don't just love your partner for one day out of the year, like do this every week, do at least once a month, like just buy your, buy your significant other flowers. It's a scam. It's not really a scam. It's just a way for people to make a little money and the, you know, the adult, the dog days. That's called a scam, Chris. It's only a scam. If you, you know, it's a legitimized scam. I think it's nice to get flowers. It, 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 it is. I'm not saying don't go buy flowers, but just don't do it on this day. Like, be constant about it. You don't have to do it just because it's Valentine's Yeah, I did that once, and uh, it looks like you've done something wrong. I tried, I just was like, you know what, I'm randomly going to send some flowers today. And, like, everyone thought that I was, like, apologizing. <laughs> well, that might be because you, <laughs> you have a pre- people have a preconceived notion about it. Well, you, I'm just saying, don't do it. Don't just be sending random flowers. I pick up flowers all the time when I'm at the store or whatever because I like flowers. I'm yes. A, I'm a big, I'm, a, I'm pro flowers. Absolutely. But there's got to be something nice about getting like a bouquet of flowers at the office. You know, you're like, oh, oh, oh here. It's, you could still put it on that your, during Put it the, on your desk. Yeah. Uh, I, you could still do that. You could still send them flowers. I haven't sent my wife flowers at the office in a long time. But Maybe you should. I, I, I should. I absolutely should. You know uh, what? I'm going to say you do it this month. Maybe not. Maybe, what you know, just randomly. Yeah. I, th- I think you should do it. We, I have to be better about doing it. Yeah, I think we're going we're gonna to follow up. I'm gonna I'll, giving, t- I'll tell you. There's a quick story. giving you a month. I'm still paying for this to this day to some degree. Is when, when my wife and I first started dating. And it was, uh, our first date was, was your birthday party. Yes. The 4040 uh, so that was, that was end of October. We were dating for a few months. It was Christmas time. I was going back to Seattle by myself. And it was also her, like her birthday is like four days before Christmas. 
So like I left, I'm not sure. Actually, it might've been on her birthday. I might've left or the day before her birthday or something like that. So we weren't, but we weren't planning on doing anything. I already had these plans set up to, to go back to Seattle. So I sent her a bouquet of flowers, I think roses. Uh, we were already pretty, you know, madly in love. Uh, and I sent her flowers to her office and she was like, just unbelievably like crazy about that through the roof, through the roof. I mean, she was just glowing. She was smiling. She was like, what? This is incredible. I was already in Seattle by the time she got them. I think she called me or texted me or whatever it was at the time, the blah, 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 blah. And everybody, you know, and then, you know, everybody's like, oh my God, who sent you flowers and the whole thing. And I think she got them on the day of her birthday. Uh, and I have not lived that down since. Well, you set the bar too high. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. That she was like, oh, you know, like you, like, I think, I don't know. You know what? Honestly, I'm not sure I've ever done it since. Now that I think about it. Maybe it's time for an edible arrangement. Maybe it is. But the fact, the point is, is that she was like, she always brings it. She's like, I remember that time you, you know, you bought me flowers when we first started dating and like sent them to my office and the whole thing. I mean, she just, she will never forget that. That's really sweet. It is really sweet. And, but the fact that, but she'll also now she kind of like holds it over my head a little bit. I feel like. That she's just like, oh, remember the time you know you sent me flowers to the office? Like, well, yeah, that's, mar- that that's just time. marriage. Yeah, I, I think surprise her. But I, but I always surprise her with flowers at home. Like not, not always, the same but as at the office. Often enough, and she, pick she, a date. Pick a date. I will. I'm going to do it now. Yeah. You're going to do it. Yeah, it'll be but, nice. Mm-hmm. There's some nice flower florist in Lower Manhattan. If you need an, a name, I, I'll tell you about him. I got somebody. But right. yeah, I will actually. You got a guy. You got a guy. I don't. I have a guy, but I, I'm. I could find him. But you know what? If you got a nice one, I'll take your recommendation. I got a nice one down over by the seaport. Real nice. Right. Are they still there? Yeah, yeah, they're there. Okay. I was going to hire them for a show. I just did. Uh, I have a funny flower story, real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is very me. Uh, <laughs> I, what, well, you know, like I there, I had a period there where I was like dating. Like I was, I was, I was, I was, I was not very good at dating. Sure. Who was really? Yeah, I was back on it. You know, yeah, I was kind of a piece of shit. Um, like not good. No, and I would like I would like meet people. Like I never was on an app or anything. I'd meet people and I'd be like, oh, and we'd hit it off and we'd talk and whatever and like and and then I'd be like, let's like go, let's you know, I'll call you, like do a thing or whatever. Yeah, and I remember there was this one girl and I liked her. I don't remember her name. I liked her. Like I genuinely liked her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met her through like s- someone at work, the usual suspects. So I can't remember. Uh, and I, I was supposed to meet her, meet up with her, and I totally blew her off. Like I blew it. Like I totally blew her off. So I felt so bad. I was like, I, I, I apologize, and I randomly sent her flowers, like a, as an apology. And she was like, you know, that was a dick move, but like that was really nice of you to send mm-hmm. flowers. Uh, so then we met, we scheduled a, another date. And I blew her off again. <laughs> no way. <laughs> There's no nice. coming back from that one. There's no nice. flowers. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a fucking, that's like a serial killer mentality. Seriously. <laughs> Some of the shit I think back on that I did, I'm real embarrassed by. And that is one. And I didn't remember it until you talked about those flowers just now. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, that is just... What the fuck, dude? Oh. 
That's a fucking yeah. That's a serial killer behavior. Yeah, yeah. That is, uh, um, that's great. I mean, that's just a perfect, perfect guy thing to do. Just a waste of money. Just a yeah. total waste of money. Yeah, but you're not thinking about that though, right? And you're—it's like you're trying sort to dig of, yourself out of the fucking hole. I was just I, I know, to right? And then you're, and then exactly, and then you're sort of like, uh, and then it comes down to it, and you're like supposed to, and you're like, nah, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I would, uh, faced, faced with the exact same decision. Decision. I took the same door. Yeah. Yeah. I was like Monty yeah. Hall. I will take the box again. Yeah. He's it's, like, we literally just showed you this. Right. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna go. It's down a tarantula. Again. Nope. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Maybe I, it's um, it's a, it's a. I feel like we're we're you know we're always in relationships and dating and stuff. It's like you're always trying to be, um, uh, unselfish, I guess. And you know you're trying to think about the other person and you want to hang out with this person, but when it comes down to it. We're always very just selfish in our, I think in our in our sort of in our casual sort of dating relationships. Yeah, I was terrible. Uh, we've talked about this. I was terrible about ending, mm-hmm. you Me know, short term relationships. Absolutely. Like the like a month, three month long, and so mine would drag out like twice as long as they needed to, <laughs> because I just could never do it. And then finally, I would just ghost. Yeah. I see. I would just ghost as soon as I was done. In my mind, I would just, I would just ghost. But I would get, I would ghost, and people would know where I lived, so I'd get like notes on my door, or like, you know, oh, like for sure, absolutely. Fucking mm-hmm. a. Yeah. One girl uh, left a note on my car window the next morning, and um, and then apparently she, uh, was she also called the apartment. She was like sitting like down the street. Yeah, dude. Uh, my roommate had to talk to her, and she was like, uh, she's like Rob. I know he's there. Put him on the phone. I still don't understand. Like what? Like what? I, I still don't understand that. Like this. I this. I remember like trying to grasp the idea of closure, mm-hmm. and I still don't understand what that means. Like I'm just like I think that's just a f- a fantasy world. Closure. Yeah, it's a it's a construct people have put. In their I minds need about. I need you. No, what you need is for me to to sit there and squirm, right? And maybe talk me out of this shit. Right. 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 I there was oh, a girl, there was a girl I broke up with. I fu- one day I was like, I fuck it. I was like, I'm doing it. I took her to the park, we did it in a in a public place. Wow. I ended it, and this wackadoo went to the hospital, and was like, I I'm I'm. Wait, what? She like checked herself into a hospital with like a illness, like the next day. Wow. And then was like, I can't believe you're not coming to visit me in the hospital. And I was like, we are broken up. I'm not like, I'm 100% not coming to visit you and, and your crazy ass in a New York City hospital right now. I was like, that it would, yeah, that, I mean, that was the kind of shit she would fucking pull this one. That's, yeah, that's, oh yeah, she's crazy. Yeah. I ran into her at a party one time with Kristen. I was like, Ooh. dun, dun, dun. There's that girl. And the thing was, someone, I, it was crazy. So this, uh, we'll end it here. But this, I've got a man, I could do a, a person, an episode. Uh, she, I was out at a bar when we were dating and I was like a little on the fence. I was like, is she, you know, what's going on here? And I ran into this person I work, I used to work with at, at the bar. And she was like, we, we st- I was like, oh my god, Christy, how are you? Blah blah blah. And she was like, get away from that girl. She grew up in my hometown. She's a crazy person. 
like we we went to the same high school in to in Jersey, and she was like, "You got." She's like, "I." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, "I'm telling you, you can you gotta get away from that girl." Wow, I know. I was dating a person that 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 people were warning me about, like mm-hmm. on dates. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "I got to do it." I did it. <laughs> she went to the hospital. I broke her heart so hard. Well, it was the best thing to do. Yeah, man. Dating. It's it's not fun. But love is great. Love is great. Go get a heart-shaped pizza somewhere. <laughs> I'm doing a lot of Love It today. I listened to John Lovitz on the Bill Bird podcast, and now I just want to oh. sing everything. Mm. Does he sing a lot? Oh, that's you know, it's always been Lovitz's thing. Yeah. Songy. All they do is trash each other for an hour. It's almost unlistenable, but can't say I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Fair enough. I've always been a Lovitz guy, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think between Norm MacDonald and John Lovitz, those are my favorite Saturday Night Live cast members. And Eddie Murphy, obviously. Those are my top three. There's my my Mount Rushmore. I gotta find think of my fourth. Okay. Those are three of the four. Do you have Do you have a Mount Rushmore of Saturday Night Live cast members? Uh, I can't say that I do. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Number one. Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Two. All right. Now we're cooking. <laughs> Elaine Bennis. Wasn't she on there? <laughs> was she an actual cast member? I think she was. Or maybe. Yeah, was maybe she SCTV, was. Yeah. I don't know. And Dan uh, Aykroyd, the <laughs> comedy legend himself, the least funny man in America, Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Just to close it up. <laughs> and honorary guest, Paul Simon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's it. Happy yeah. Valentine's Day. Uh, the Super Bowl has ended. Oh, thank God. And we both chose it correctly. Yep, we're winners. We're big winners, Chris. Yep. Oh, it was easy, but now everyone's like, "Don't ever the the, the whole thing is don't bet against Mahomes." We're hearing it all over again. That's the last time I'm ever betting against Mahomes. <laughs> I didn't get to watch the Super Bowl till the end, but that was nice. I I watched. I brought a projector in to work. Yeah, so watched, that was cool. Yeah, it was pretty sweet, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I- Were people like? Oh yeah, cool. people, they were impressed. They like, were impressed because I brought in speakers the whole nine, but everyone was very busy. And then sure. I got to le- I actually listened to the fourth quarter on the radio on the way home, and then I watched the overtime at home. So I got to see all of it. It was. It, I mean, it was. It turned out to be an incredible game. Yeah, I saw the good parts. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I mean, listen. I, I, you know me. I, I like defense. I'm a defensive guy. So th- for me, the first half was was fun because it was really. It was defensively dominated, and I and I, I that's that never gets enough appreciation. You know, you know me. I like kicking, mm-hmm. and there was lots of great kicking in this game. <laughs> there was a block PAT. All of the things that like everyone's trying to get out of football. No more point afters. That was huge. Mm-hmm. This moody fella, who everyone was shitting on, a rookie was awesome. Yep, I loved him. I liked that moody guy. Sure. The thing about the 49ers is I just hate their coach and quarterback. So those two guys can go fuck themselves. But like I feel, and the city, mm. the team itself. Sure. And 
Like, is I mean, it, has anybody been, made the like connection between like you're kind of cursed because of Kaepernick? Is there a Kaepernick curse? Ooh, maybe. I don't know if anybody's brought that to light yet. Oh, this is good, Chris. The curse of the Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's also because they're they're coaches. It's not a big game coach. Listen, what? he's got a BMX tournament to be at. He can't <laughs> sit spend all his time learning the rules of overtime. When he's got some monster energy drinks. Listen, it's not just that. I mean, this is this is the third time Super Bowl now where he, he's been involved in where it's double digit lead and he's blowing them. Yeah. He's it was I have never seen a coach go go away from his what has gotten him there faster than this guy. I don't understand why he didn't run the ball. And I know Tony Romo was saying the same thing, but I was like, what do you like? I mean, everybody was saying it. Like they, I mean, you, and it's you're not like, like the best running back in football. Yeah, and McCaffrey was, I mean, it wasn't working every time, but, you know, two out of three, even one out of three times, they were breaking some big runs off and they yeah. were moving the aisle and he was getting positive yardage. He and it was, was getting murdered, though. Right? I mean, he, he, he was literally, he was wearing them down. Yeah. And then he was just like, no, we should have Purdy like throw eight times in a row. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, there were some great play calls early in the game, and then it just kind of like once he like lost his script. I think yeah. it was a little well, and that's and I think that's the knock on him is like kind of once he loses his script and his and if if he has to play from behind, that's like the other thing on him too. It like it's never a good thing. He didn't really have to play from behind in this game, but it's just it's it's when it's when you sort of take him out of his game plan, he doesn't know what to do. Zero and three in Super Bowls. Zero and three. And 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 three double digit losses, uh, double digit leads lost. Yeah, like there, there's something to this now. There, there has to be. It's weird how like tentative he got. Like a third and five to like put the game away, and you don't just run the ball twice and be like, and, we're gonna win now. And I think I think this is, and a lot of people are like, so oh, the analytics or whatever tells you this and do that and blah blah blah. And I'm like, and I get it, and I'm not gonna argue with that. But I think the one thing that's missing in this whole thing is that you're playing against. Patrick Mahomes, like you can't, you can't take your foot off the gas and you can't be, I mean, I, and maybe that's what he was trying to do is, is not be conservative and run the ball. But I thought that's, that was the game plan. That was, you're, you're controlling the clock, you're controlling possession, then you're keeping Mahomes off the field. And, and I think he just sort of, I don't know. I, it, it seems like maybe damned if you do and damned if you don't, because either way you were going to lose that game maybe. Yeah. It was so it's pretty, uh, but I don't but, know how you beat Patrick Mahomes. You're like, well, you, you you just have to keep you you I think you either win or lose trying to just score as many points yeah, as possible. Yeah, you, you only win on offense. You do not win on defense with Patrick yeah, Mahomes. Exactly. You can't yeah. not in this day and age. Yeah. With any defense. Yeah, I agree with that. You have to win on offense. I, and I think like someone like Dan Campbell then would sort of has the right mentality where you just keep going for it and forth down. You keep yes. trying to score points. Yes. Hundred percent. Still not going to win that game. A hundred percent. Yeah. It would have been interesting to see how that would have in an alternate universe, a sliding doors moment. Mm. Had Brock Purdy not thrown an interception that ended up a touchdown. Did you see how I saw two kind of cool things? Well, first of all, th- there somebody broke down that last play where the last p- offensive possession in regular time and mm. that when, when Purdy threw the ball like kind of away. Yeah. Because he got pressured. Up yeah, the but Ayuk was wide open. Mm-hmm. Ayuk had dropped his coverage, mm-hmm. and that's the kind of shit where I'm like, Purdy isn't that good. 
Yeah, I mean, that was a hell of a defensive play, though. Like, I mean, they, and, they, and San Francisco also screwed that one up, too, because I've seen a whole bunch of people breaking that down. It's like there, were, there was a miscommunication on the offensive line. Someone didn't protect. They left Chris Jones, of all fucking people, wide open. Uh, and he just came right through the middle. And, you know, like, each, and, the, and they were saying, like, even, um, I think it was Mina Kimes and a couple other people on ESPN were like, this is how you get to Brock Purdy. It's like, you got to pressure him up the middle. I didn't know that. But Purdy, like, doesn't seem, ever seem to have a second read. Exactly. And I think that's the point of the offense. And that's the point of like Shanahan and, and about getting him off script. It's like when he has the perfect game plan, he's unbeatable. But when you can disrupt that kind of stuff and you, and you know, and apparently Kansas City knew you know, exactly what to do. Get pressure up the middle. They knew they could expose and exploit the, the center and I think in the two guards. And that's where they're weakest. And that's where, you know, Kansas City, I think was strongest is sort of, is, 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 it, it just kind of played perfectly. It, it wasn't working a lot early on. But as the game went on, they started figuring out how to adapt and 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 make those things, and it and it worked, and it was, um, it, it, listen, it was a it was an incredible defensive game plan, uh, almost on both sides actually too, because San Francisco played a hell of a defensive. Game it was fun play. to see a Super Bowl that also didn't feel like it was, I mean, besides like some really bad spots, like I didn't yeah. see a lot of bad officiating. In fact. Yeah, I was ready to blow my top on that holding call in overtime, and then they showed it, and I was like, "Well, that hold saved a touchdown." Yeah, and it had to be called, and it's five yards, and fucking take your lumps. And I'm sorry that you cheated, but you had to get a hold, and that's I'm like, good for them for calling that. Yeah, and I, 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 it wasn't one sided either, right? Like they were just letting him play. I think the bad spots were weird, though. I just don't understand why. What we have the technology to not have spots. I know, like we have it. They have it in every sport. Like, yeah, it's not hard. They could like, yeah, that I don't. Very obvious where the ball ends. Like, anyway, that that part of it felt really stupid. It cost the the. Kansas City two possessions with bad spots, and I don't understand yeah. why they just don't why they just go for it. They're just like <sighs> they're like that's fun, okay, they're, you know it's well it's it's only the difference of a couple feet. We have another down, so we'll get it. And then they don't, and then they punt it. And I'm like, well, they actually had the first down, but because some guys like no, oh, right there, that's what I, I saw right there, and it's like no, it's not there. Mm. I don't know that's that shit bugs me. But besides but yeah, but that, it, it bugs me. But it it. I I don't feel like it, you know, made the outcome of the game too, which which I sort of appreciate. Agreed, agreed. I think good job for the refs. Like uh, like we talk a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. They did a great job, especially yeah. in an overtime. There was there was nothing controversial about this game. They knew the rules. They did a good job in the overtime. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was the coin flip was nice. <laughs> Yeah. I was—I thought it was crazy. They did a coin flip, like like these guys are beat to shit. They're like Patrick, get out there, and then like defensive guy, get out there and do a coin flip. Now it'd be like you want to fucking tear these guys' heads off, and you gotta be like, hey, shake hands and say heads. So weird. Yeah, yeah it's a little strange. So weird. Just be like, just ask the coaches. You know, I just have like yeah. a fucking have like the special teams coaches come out and do it. Why does yeah, it have to be players? Honestly, yeah, or the special teams like uh, it should captain. always be the special teams. It should just be the special teams coaches, unless yeah. they're too busy. Or that, the kickers. Or the kickers. The punters. Yeah, the punters are not doing anything. The punters should always call all heads and tails forever. It's a special teams moment. Mm-hmm. The punters so, are not involved in the next play. Yeah, ever. So fucking punters should all. It should always be punters. Yeah. I I I, I like. This is we've solved this. 
This is fucking right. weird to have like two players who are dead, who hate yeah. each other, who are supposed to be competitive, run out and have a fucking quick handshake at the most crucial time in their lives. So weird. So weird. Um, I I uh, I don't know how big of a of a pot like a of a Bravo person you are, but <laughs> no, not <laughs> so. I like this person, Paige Desorbo. I met her at BravoCon, or like met her, quote unquote, met her. But I've always, I've been, I'm a fan. She's nice and she's kind of funny, and she has a podcast called The Giggly Squad, um, where her and a girl just like shit talk everything. Okay, it's right, right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was listening to her. They were talking about the Super Bowl, and like do it in a very like for, sort of like I don't know, like millennially Gen Z way, and they're they're just she. They were saying that um, that what's his face, the coach for the Niners, mm-hmm. looks like he, they just put it. <laughs> I thought this was dead on. They're like, did they just do like an AI generated coach look? Like all the coaches look the same. I was like, "Oh my god, this is great!" They do. Like they're just like, "Here, you're a, a, a head football coach, young, white, mm-hmm. flat brimmed hat, mm-hmm. uh, dead on AI coach." And the other part yeah. was that they were saying that uh, Super Bowl winning is gives off ick vibes, and I'm like, it kind of does. Like the winners are always gross. Like every everything about winning the Super Bowl is gross. Fucking no one knows how to act. It's very icky. It's like pa- Kelsey like singing "Viva Las Vegas." Like the whole thing. And like and when they ran up to to uh, Andy Reid and the, and they were gonna interview him and they were like, "No, no, no, save it for the podium." And they like usher him off to the podium and the Gatorade thing and like it's <laughs> it's all gro- kind of gross. I, yeah, I guess so. I, Celebrating I guess. is gross, and especially at the Super Bowl, it's gross. And the cameras being all like, "Let's get Taylor, let's get Taylor, let's get Taylor," like just hanging on every of Travis Kelsey's words, so they like in case he said like, "Will you marry me?" Which is just fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. It was very ick, and like the weirdly, like the the losers are just sitting there like being sad, which is not ick. It's like just oh. That's sad. Okay. Oh, it's so sad, San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't care about those guys. I don't know who fucking Green Law is. I don't know these guys from from anyone, but I do know that Brock Purdy lost, and that feels nice. Yep. Did I? Uh, well, did you have the over or the under? I had the over. You had the under. ah. So I win the series. Mm-hmm. You're the ultimate winner with Chris. a seven six victory with a point five under. Wow. And that point five was the difference. Man, I had a great season. <laughs> I did. You did. You did. You did. I crushed That's, it. Yeah. You should get you should get a bouquet of flowers for it. I should get a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a seven and six playoffs, not to mention my perfect season in the regular season. <laughs> Your perfect season. Nope. This actually, you know what? I'll go back and look at these. This might have been, might have been both of ours. Actually, highest uh, uh, total uh, w- number of, of correct points or wins, I guess. So you had 143. I had 139. That I feel like that might have been collectively by far. Yeah, right. You've been carrying us for years. Mm, I've been. It's been a long time since I've cracked 500. No, 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 no. For season, for season, for the overall season totals. Last year I was one twenty four and one forty five. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, before that, though, you've had some really good ones, too, though. Wow. I know. I'll go back and look at it. I'll write them down. I'll let you know. Okay. Well, here we are. Just great. Once here, again. Just the two of us. And now, it's the football season is over. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm well, happy about that. The, I'm glad. The I'm, national I'm, football I'm, is, league is over. But it's time for some uh, XFL. Uh, no, up. you mean the UFL, Chris. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> if you don't remember, they combined the two other stupid spring league football. If you go on XFL.com, it comes up UFL. So I'm still saying you XFL. Mm-hmm. You can't. Listen. Okay, we get, here's what we, the season. I don't know when the season starts. Oh, let's hold on. Hold on. I'm going to let you preview. Like March 30th. There you go. We got a ways to wait. They should jump. They should have this right now. You should be like, here's here we go. Let's go. It's happening right now. My DC Defenders are still a team. They've hung on all these years. There is still a DC Defenders. The Arlington Renegades, who I think were last year's champion. The Birmingham Stallions, who are gross. Houston Roughnecks, gross. Michigan Panthers. Michigan got a whole team. So they took the they took the USFL teams and the XFL teams, and they got rid of like half of them, and then they combined the two leagues. Yeah. So, right. So now, now it's kind of like it's all... Here's the towns that have teams. San Antonio, St. Louis, Michigan, Memphis, Houston, Arlington, Birmingham, and D.C. Weird. Almost, almost all southern leagues. Yeah, or weird. Southern teams, weird. Except for Michigan. And St. Louis. Well, St. Louis is kind of the south. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And D.C. They, is kind uh, of the they, south. They There's nothing above the Mason-Dixon line except for Michigan. Yeah, it's uh, they know who they're trying to market this thing to now. I wish DC wouldn't have made their logo so lame. I liked it before, and now oh, they changed it. Yeah, it's a, it's even more like I don't. Know, it looks like a, it looks like a super church. Ew. I know. It's just well, it's, again it's they're marketing on, it to it's too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. Do they even have like? Oh, DC Defenders. Here we go. Sports team. Yeah, these are. It's just much too. It's much too broy. I can't get into this. Look now, Chris. The only thing I want to say about this is is uh, the Seahawks were looking at a guy. Uh, he's the passing game coordinator for the Detroit Lions right now, and he was in the running to be their offensive coordinator. And he took a job with the Michigan Panthers. No, he's still with DC, he's still with Detroit. But I was hoping they would sign him. One because I like the I like the Lions' offense, but two is because he was the DC Defenders' offensive coordinator, running backs coach in 2020. See, there you go. And I I wanted him to to have this connection with you and, and DC, and it would have just been a nice. But they they went a different way. So what? Well, that's bullshit. Yeah, but I really like this guy now, and I'm rooting for him. I want him to be a head, uh, offensive coordinator somewhere. The DC Defenders are really just the team that like launched my love <laughs> of no. D level football, and I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna watch this dumb shit. I uh, I know I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, of course you are. First DC De- Defenders game Sunday, March 31st in San Antonio. Maybe I'll go to a game. Where? When is the next DC, DC Defenders home game? <laughs> April 7th. I think I'm. I think I'm in New Orleans. I'll find a game. There's not a lot. There's probably not a lot of games. April twenty eighth. That could be a fun one against the Battle Hawks. All right, I'll keep you posted. Or weather maybe too would be nice. You know. Yeah, I 
Uh, we can get away from that. Uh, you, you said you had a few takes. Um, I, uh, I wanted to hear what you had to say about gambling. Um, it's yeah. How it's, what, and what your thoughts were there. Cause I've, I've got some, ga- I've got some gambling, uh, gripes as well. I, I, so leading up to the Super Bowl, and all I saw basically was, um, and, and uh, the, you know, there was more than this, but it was, I, I said, you know, Bill Simmons had like a, uh, like a four, uh, a four thing parlay, four item parlay. And he was like, this is my parlay of the game or something. And then Ryan Russillo had something about, he's, he's going to, you know, his podcast or something. I saw something about, you know, he was going to have his parlays for the Super Bowl and all these things. And I feel like it's just, it's been oversaturated and flooded with like everybody now just has like parlays. Everybody just wants to do parlays or play parlays. And I feel like it's just sort of taking over the gambling industry. Well, because either people think either they're fun or they're, or they're whatever. But I, I feel like there's a, there's a sneaky thing behind it where people they're, they're getting paid to promote these parlays. Oh, a hundred percent. They are. Right. Cause it's, yeah. it's all about, it's all about the, it's all about the book. Yeah. So, uh, so what, I mean, I do a parlay, I do, never more than a two leg parlay, three leg sure. parlays asking for just to get beat. Sure. And it's because like, no one, no one has the, no one has the, the money or the, like, it's not fun to bet like a straight up money line. Right. And if it's plus 8,000 or something for the parlay, then it's like, oh, exactly. Or plus 300, you know, like people are like, oh, I can take $5 and make it 15 instead of take $5 and make it eight, you know? Yeah. And so no one wants to be patient with their betting. Right. And no one, or no one wants to like play, like be smart about it and be like, all right, so I like the Cavaliers tonight, but I don't love, you know, the money line. I think they'll win, but they're, I think they're going to lose, but they'll cover, you know, like, or move the line a little bit. No one wants to like take the time to think about it. They just want to be like, I think this and this, or I think Ryan Russell is right. Right. It's definitely like manipulative by the books because they're def. It gives them one more chance to beat a bet. Right. It's just. It's just like it's. You know. Do you know what I mean? Like it's just. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think it. I think I feel like there's this and there's this other. other I'm, there's another topic I, I text you about, but I think it's the same thing. I, the, it's the bros that are sort of taking over these things, right? Where it's like, uh, you know, like it's dudes wearing fucking fleece fucking vests or something. I don't know. They're I, all about like par- gambling now and parlays and all these things. It's for like, sure. For sure. There's thing and like, like it's, I'm embarrassed to like even say that like, this is like a quote unquote gambling podcast because of like how yeah, everyone is, a f- everyone's doing it or whatever. <laughs> like, and I don't really give a shit who's doing it. What I, I think, but. what I, th- what I think that is the part of this that like bo- bothers me is that the way that it it's not even transparent or it's it's pretty transparent like how the like DraftKings in particular is like their head like they're getting even more advantages as the time ticks on like i tried to usually I like if i see like a futures bet like for example i was like what's Giannis at for mvp plus 700 i'm like that's that's good but i'd love to kick that up mm-hmm. let me parlay that with a rugby bet because I know a little bit about rugby and the rugby lines are okay. And I was like, England's getting two and a half. I'll do a Giannis England parlay. Something yeah. I do all the time. I always kick up my futures with like sure. a stupid basketball bet. Yep. They don't let you fucking do it anymore. Mm. They're like, no, 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 you can't. You can't do that. Even though mathematically it would, it would turn a 700 into a 925. We... Don't won't allow that. But here, do a fucking 
three leg same game parlay and we'll give you a 10% boost. And people mm-hmm. are like, okay, same game parlays. Who fucking hits a same game parlay? Like yeah. they're like, and, and the fucked up thing, they wouldn't even let you do a same game parlay until like a fucking eight months ago. And now they're all in. Yeah. It's That's- what, what I liken it to. And this drives me fucking crazy is like how subscription services like Amazon or Spotify that you pay for now run ads. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm like, boy, boy, I was paying for the, for you not to run ads. That's yeah. the whole thing is like, yeah. I got it for free yeah. if I want to watch ads, but if I don't well, want to watch ads, free. now I got to pay, now I'm paying and watching ads, but they're like limited ads. And yeah. how do you fucking, that's a bait and switch. Like it's fucking, it's so Absolutely. like these companies are like hedging. They're just, they're, they're slowly ratcheting like your, your service down and their mm-hmm. fees up yep. and their edge up. Like, so like the whole point of gambling is to mm-hmm. find an edge, but mm-hmm. when around every corner, the edge is taken away. What's mm-hmm. the fucking point? What's the fun in it? Yeah. When like the house already has the advantage that's understood, right? Yep. But for them to get the advantage and then diminish your returns, mm-hmm. I really don't see the fucking point. Yeah. When we, when I, I 100% agree on, across the board on all that stuff too. And I, and I, the other thing I've sort of noticed too is like I, when we first started doing this show, and I, I would use, uh, I found Odd Sharks, the website was extremely sort of helpful. And yeah. I, I liked their content. They kind of broke things down a little bit, you know, and they would find like certain bets to, you know, use here and there or whatever and type of, type of thing. And it kind of helped me. I feel like it helped me sort of learn a little bit and, and find it. And now, you know, now there's a million different sites. Uh, everybody has their own, you know, odds or something too and blah, 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 blah. And now, but specifically, I, I went on Odd Sharks just on, the, I haven't been on there in, in like a year or something probably. And I went on, I was like, oh, let's see what they have to say about the Super Bowl. Like they, they barely had any content anymore. Yeah, and I was wondering, it's like if it's just because it's so oversaturated, like they just can't produce content anymore either. Because there's just what's the point? Really? Well, this is the crazy thing. It's like these these sites are providing the content. DraftKings has its right. own YouTube channel, right? With right. fucking cousin Sal or whatever. Like yeah. they, I'm like, you're gonna take gambling advice from a company that wants you to lose. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't make any fucking sense. It doesn't make any sense. Who would go on fucking DraftKings and be like, oh, good tip. <laughs> DraftKings are going to have any, but like, they're not trying to help you win. That's stupid. That's it's like, I, I can't even, like, it doesn't even make sense. Yeah. 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 It's just, I, but I feel like that's the point is like, is like, is like sites who don't have their own things now can't even find you or even try to find edges anymore because they don't, they don't exist anymore. Yeah. There's, I think that right now, I think now, honestly, the only edge, the only honest to goodness edge is, uh, is in game. Yeah. You might be right. Because no one can fucking, no one can blow that up. Like I was telling you, I got Kansas city, Kansas city plus four and a half and with the over under at 31 at halftime or just after halftime in the Super Bowl. I was like, you're giving me Kansas City plus four and a half? If, the, yeah. if people had a week to think about that, that would get fucking destroyed. But those are the legit odds at that mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching the game, you're like, there's no fucking way this game is not going to end like within three points of itself. So hit yeah. that and fucking cook the over of 31 
That's like that's get at that point the game was like I think sixteen points. I'm like they'll be two yeah. two touchdowns scored. Mm-hmm. So that and honestly, I think that's like and there's no way to do a podcast or a, right. a show that's right. like hey, right. come tune into us in the middle of the next Sixers Celtics game. We'll give you some the hot o- advice. The only thing you could do is sort of blast it on social media, right, right. And and going like, hey, you, you better hit this before it changes and stuff, which I could see sort of happening. And then, of course, that'll sort of, you know, get ruined within a, a year or two because people will catch on to that, maybe. Well, yeah, that's, how, and that's, that's hard to do because probably nobody wants to do that for free. And no one wants to give the tips. Right. That's exactly. How, yeah. You and I should just start doing that, actually, and just ruin, try to ruin the gambling industry. I know. It's, it's, it's so, it's, yeah, I know. If I knew how to use Twitter or X <laughs> or whatever, I would do it. But yeah, I mean, it's like it's almost like a foregone conclusion. I still like betting futures. I think they're fun. They're like they they, but even here, leaving this. Let me give you one more example of how fucking dumb this is. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I I bet a a parlay, sim, similar parlay, two two leg parlay. This is like a future a, a Chris Amundsen special. Yes. I bet the it's a double futures. Uh, it was a it was a Clippers to win the Western Conference. Parlayed with San Francisco plus seven and a half in the Super Bowl. Hmm. So right, so that was a that took those odds. So the two picks parlay was plus three eighty eight, right? Clippers were plus three hundred. San Francisco was like minus four thirty, whatever. So I I got I I, I bumped three hundred odds for the Clippers up to three eighty eight, right? Mm-hmm. So the Niners hit. I bet fifty bucks. The Niners hit, right? That's a done deal. Guess how much they're the the overall bet of a fifty dollar bet pays two forty four. Guess how much they're offering me right now, even though I've hit half of the half of this parlay. Mm-hmm. They're offering me forty fifty eight dollars to cash out. They're offering me eight fucking dollars to cash out, <laughs> even though my odds are better than any fucking odds that they have at all on on a just because the Clippers' odds have shrunk. That's yep. now plus two twenty five. Mm-hmm. So like if I just took their fucking $58 they got they gave me and put it back on the Clippers, I would have less odds. I'd lose money. But they're mm-hmm. only offering me $8 on a cash out. Mm-hmm. Like it's fucking insane. It's insane. It's not even real. That's not like the, those are, that that math doesn't add up. Right. That like, dog doesn't hunt, Chris. <laughs> as the great John Tester used to say. Mhm. So I'm just like, wh- why is no one? And it's back to your golf bros argument. They just don't fucking care. They're yeah. throwing money around. They just want action on anything. Well, and yeah. that's and, and 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 that's that's problematic gambling. It's like binge drinking. Yes, and that's also what they do. Mm-hmm. Or rape. <laughs> yep. It's all it's all one and the same, you know. Like not rape necessarily, but like you know, being gross and sexually assault or whatever. You know, like it's all like this, like. Uh, it's a, it's a very American. Let's let's go over the top. Yes. Let's indulge, 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 and especially like young people, right? Like that's like that like twenty to thirty mentality of like yeah. take it, take whatever you want. You can have yeah. it. It's America. Yeah. Take, take, take. Right. Oh. And it's it's and I it, I'm glad you brought that up. And whether this is a segue or not, I don't care. But over the weekend there was the there was the waste management golf classic, which is in Arizona, I believe, Phoenix or something like that. And it's supposed to be, it's it's supposed to be, people have enjoyed it over the years because it's a less, uh, I I guess, strict 
golf etiquette uh, tournament for the fans. It's a little looser on their on their on their on the rules or the structure of where you know fans can sort of be or how to behave and stuff or whatever. And I think the the, the tournament itself for the for the golfers is is it's a little less serious and stuff. They still have to follow the rules and stuff, but it's just I, there's a little more a little fun atmosphere I think to the whole thing. And so now it's become all these bros who go there and they get shit fucking house drunk and they act like assholes and douchebags. And they're literally, they're peeing on the course or they're running onto the course and jumping into the sand traps and they're just becoming nuisances. And they, they actually had to stop serving alcohol like at some point to the thing because they were like, this is out of control. And I believe like this is the, this, it's sort of, you know, the devolving of these things is that it's like, because all, it's all these bros who want to just like go fucking party and they think there's no consequences for their actions and all these stuff. And they could do whatever the fuck they want to do. And it's going to like, it's, it's, it's the very thing about what golf wanted is they wanted all these sort of like rich white guys, like this is their game and now they're going to ruin it. Well, yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. Like this is their game and this right? is how they act now. Right. Yeah. They act right. like fucking entitled pieces of shit. Exactly. Yeah. When you're when you're when the premise of your fan base is to exclude everybody but the white people and mm-hmm. then what the white people turn out to be fucking monsters. Yeah, it's, it's the exact people That's you, your problem. Yeah. And that's the people I don't who feel you, bad you, for the sport. Right. Fuck right. the sport. Right. Exactly. And, and I think, but that's the, it's that mentality about something like that. And now like, who knows what's going to happen with this golf tournament and other golf tournaments going forward and you know, whatever there's consequences of that, but it's the exact same thing that's happening. I think with gambling and everything else in this world that sort of becomes popular and that, that it's a certain group of people. Coachella dude. Right. Exactly. Uh, what's the other one? That's like the fucking one in the desert. Uh, uh, burning man dude. burning man yeah yeah right yep. like it used to be these fun little sort of kitschy things whatever and now make a know, t-shirt that say white people ruin everything yeah totally <laughs> yeah it's true it's 100 percent true oh jesus that's it's taking the fun out of, it's taking the fun and the pleasure out of gambling i agree like, i agree you know, but what do we do with this podcast if we have this dilemma it's hard to find an edge you know yeah i yeah I mean, I will say this for football, because we seem to, as far as I can tell, we're one of the few podcasts that bet every game against the spread, right? So that gives you like an accumulative thing. And it's sort of a good way to talk about each game and break down the lines. But even like this season, like I think we're really fortunate that we got as far as we did or did it as good as we did because there was no pickums. Every line was somewhere between one and three. Yep. It was kind of a guessing game. Mm-hmm. It was hard to find like where the advantage was. But I think we did a good job of that because I think at some point within the first quarter of the season, I think we started realizing that like we, we brought it up to each other that we were like, Hey, you know, a lot of these games are like one and two points. Yeah. We got to sort of figure out what, what that edge maybe is within that. And, and, and that's where neither of us sort of take it too seriously or we don't do a lot of research and, and like dive into this thing. Uh, and so I, I think I think that's the sort of thing. And more to your point, like about in-game betting, is it's like you kind of be got to be a little bit more, you know, in the present of gambling. Yeah, you got to watch. You got to be watching it. You can't be being fed bullshit, right? Which or just I really think you're so you're onto something. Like I think there's something about like 
the site being the voice for gambling. Like they're t- they're like, hey, we're paying Ryan Rosillo and fucking whoever to be like, mm-hmm. check out my four leg parlay. I really think this. You know, they're paying that person to tell you bad gambling advice. Yeah, or they yeah. have their own channels, like or their websites, like they're te- they're. And they're, I don't. I won't even. I won't even go that far. I won't even say it's bad gambling advice, but it's just generic. Like they're not. They're just. But they're the. But they're the rooting interest behind it. If what if there was if the, if if fucking Bill Simmons like actually came up with a great fucking three leg parlay that that could, had a chance to fucking make people money, mm-hmm. they wouldn't fucking post it. They're like make it a four leg parlay. How yeah. many of those fucking things hit? If is there a website that shows like how many fucking Ryan Rosillo three leg super fucking par- parlays hit? I bet there isn't. No, but I, I I feel like in this within this football season, I was reading something about like the how you know bad like you know like four leg parlay or three leg parlays or you know are like they're like someone has done the math on them. It's and a sucker's bet. I mean, I, I do them still. Don't get me wrong. I fucking you get do them drunk more for and, fun. Yeah. Right, and you always have like when you bring them up, you have fun with them, and like I'm laughing half the time because yeah. I'm like that that sounds absurd, or it's like all right, yeah, it's a hell of a long shot, but I like it. Like, why not take the the chance on it? You're also not betting thousands of dollars on it, like thinking you're going to make a million dollars here. This is true, right? And like the one I remember during the season, there was one guy I think he did a parlay on every single football game for that for that week, and he just he whatever he took you know for each game, and like he he got like 13 out of 16, right. Or something. He got close and everyone's like, Oh my God. Like that's like, he could have won like $20 million or something stupid thing with that. And like, that would be incredible. But I think people sort of take that too seriously. And then they're like, Oh, I'm going to try that. Or I want to do that or come, you know, like it's, 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 that's, that's where I mean, it's, it's not like it, it becomes sort of a generic, uh, gambling tip where they're, you know, like it used to be like, I remember like way back in the day before we even started this thing, you know, there used to be like a few internet gambling sites, you know, it was like VISN or whatever the ones in Vegas were. And they were like, Oh, this guy, he's like the expert on, you know, he's the sharp, but gambling for, you know, football. And it's like, here's his, here's his uh, gambling, you know, things for the week or whatever. They're like, well, he's not really actually like either one that was behind the paywall. So you had to pay for it because then he'll give you the real actually gambling tips where he thinks it will make money. Or they're just giving you sort of generic ones so that you can bet and feel like you're, you know, you're betting, but they're not actually giving away their actual money making uh, bets. Like no one's giving those away for free. I feel like the horse handicappers, those they used to do it. Yeah, totally, probably, yeah, absolutely. Because they went on like thirty percent, thirty percent's a fucking gold mine, right? Yeah, like their margins are so low, right? That like the 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 horse guys. I feel like they're probably the best people to listen to because also no one knows how to fucking bet horses. Yeah, right. But everyone's I, a fucking expert when it comes to football or b- basketball, you know, like... And, yeah, and either, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. They're counting on you to think you know what the fuck you're talking about. Right, yeah. I mean, that's the whole thing. That's why there's like... I mean, we've been... I think we've been sort of trying to pay attention to, to for, for years now is, is sort of the... the uh, uh, what the fuck do they call it? It's the sharp money versus just the general public betting or yes, whatever, right? Yes. Right? And like you never just don't ever bet like what the general consensus is. Yeah, they're finally showing those numbers now. But I think honestly it makes people bet the other like they're like seventy two percent of the people like Tampa Bay. Right. Well that's the thing is <laughs> it's they, like, they I should show do. that for you because they want you to bet on that. I know. But they never show you the sharp, like the sharp money until like after the game. Well, starts. the sharp money moves. That's the thing. Is like you see seventy two percent, right? Mm-hmm. Well, at the time you're betting, 
but you don't know what that was five days ago. And that's the sharp money. Right. Is that swing. So all you see is what you see in front of you because you're not analyzing anything. You're just drunk on your phone at a bar and you want some action. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. It all goes back to being drunk. Anyway, that's the show. We did is it. it. Yep, that's it. Wow. Unless you got some parting last words for the next 10 seconds. Uh, no, I think we can just leave it there. Oh, give me a Delilah, quick. Oh. Uh, Nickelback, far away. <laughs> for who? For me? <laughs> for all of us. For all of us. Can you do it like Delilah? Oh, shit. Uh, damn it. Now you put me on the spot and now I'm, I'm choking. Okay. Well, you do it anyway. As we sign off on our special Valentine's Day show, thinking of all you lonely boys out there, all you golf bros, here's a song for you, Nickelback, Far Away. <laughs> I couldn't pull up Far Away in time. <laughs> I was really trying to, but I was just going to get a YouTube ad. Which I'm <laughs> there it is. <laughs> you have a gambling problem? <laughs> Yeah, gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> this has been your show, folks. 